Hello, and welcome back to the Deep Sneer Podcast. This is episode two, What is a Friend? I hope you guys are all doing well, and I hope you guys enjoyed the first two episodes that I released last week. So for today's PSA, I want to talk about wave top tie bags. So if you don't know what wave top tie bags are, it's these new bags that have four tabs on every corner of the bag. And I looked it up. So the reason why they designed it is because it enables the bag to be closed securely even when they're full. So like when you tie it, it can be as tight as it, it wants to be because it's like four tabs. But the thing is, I really do not like these bags. Uh, so we bought them sort of accidentally, but not really because when you go to the supermarkets, that's all they stock these days. Um, but anyway, so because there's no elasticity or there's no tightness around the top of the bag, it sort of just falls through if you put pressure into the bag and or if you put a lot of stuff into the garbage can, uh, it, it just falls down. So Basically, you can't fit as much rubbish into it as you can a normal, like a normal rubbish bag. So I really am curious why they invented wave top tie bags. If you're the one that invented it, uh, please, please uh, hit me up in the DMs because I really don't like wave top tie bags. I don't know if you guys have ever used it or if I'm using it wrong, but uh, please let me know if there's a proper way to use it. And if you think wave top tie bags are cool, let me know. So following up on the previous One Piece episode and the significance of nakamas, today's topic is all about friendships. Uh, it's a big topic, so I'm going to split it up in two parts. They probably won't be consecutive. I'll see how I feel. Uh, so for myself, I if you couldn't tell already, I actually grew up reading heaps of shonen manga, which is a genre of Japanese comics that is targeted at young males. And it's usually focused on action, adventure, the fighting of evil and being the hero. So nakama, which is a Japanese word, or friendships in this case. So nakamas can mean a lot of things, but I'm just going to use nakama as friends in, in this scenario. So yeah, nakamas are usually big themes that most shonen mangas express. You know, with the power of friendship, you can save the world type deal. So uh, you may find that my idea and definition of friendships may be romanticized by other shonen I read growing up, but... Ah, but I live it and I breathe it, so it's real for me. It's the truth for me, you know? <laughs> Friendship is another topic that I'm really passionate about because I strongly believe that life is more colorful with other people around you. I'm not saying you can't be happy by yourself. I just believe that life is enhanced, plus 10 fun, plus 10 laughs, when you have friends who know who you are, who are fun to be with, and who you grow together with. So let's start with what is a friend? Um, I personally believe that the media is the reason why not enough people value friends as much as I do anyway and understand and see the benefits of a friendship. For me, growing up, media popularized and favored romance between a man and a woman and I felt that there definitely wasn't enough emphasis or representation of friendships. Uh, these days, I can see that, that romances and friendships are starting to have a bigger representation which is really awesome to see so hopefully with that bigger representation of friendship uh, kids these days will understand a little more how important friendships are or at least how how awesome friendships are so because of this lack of representation during my time growing up what i've noticed is that most people have trouble making and maintaining friends 
deep friends, by the way. But I can see that people who are more open to talking about their feelings generally, generally are able to foster deeper friendships. I think the definition and weight of friends in our own lives will differ between each person. But for me, it's someone with whom I have some sort of connection and mutual understanding with. And my personal definition of a friend has evolved over the years. And I like to think that I've refined it pretty well now that I'm older. A big reason for why I value friendship so much now is because I had mustard to teach me and make comparisons with. So a little bit about me, I've always been a bit of a floater and someone who enjoyed meeting people and having fun. So I was able to flourish pretty well during my uni days. I think at some point during my last years at uni though, I realized that my peers didn't really understand me on a deeper level. And if I tried to express a thought or opinion, people would either take it the wrong way or we won't be on the same wavelength at all, which is like, which is okay. But when you want a deep friendship and when you want someone to understand you that's that's when i want that same wavelength uh feeling yeah so during this time mustard was putting effort into our friendship more than i was and then one day i had a realization that wait mustard understands me and we've always been on the same wavelength i'm gonna put more effort into mustard i must keep her so yeah just had an epiphany one day where i was like mustard is the only one that understands me i should try harder <laughs> And the rest is history. So yeah, because of Mustard, I was very lucky to be able to experience having someone who understood me inside and out, who accepted and loved me for my flaws, and who made my life more colourful. So now I'll share my definitions of a friend. Also, side note, I view friendships the same way as I view a romantic relationship in the sense that it requires just as much work and time for it to be able to flourish into something real and meaningful. I've been able to define three types of friends in for myself in my own life, so hopefully you guys will be able to relate. The first type is casual friends. So these are the people who we might not hang out with often, but we share some part of our lives together or have the same hobbies or have mutual friends. When we hang out, it's usually because of a situation that calls for it, but we don't tend to purposely try to find time for each other, like school friends, club friends, or any other community you're a part of. These are the friends where the connection and chemistry is usually quite low, which is why little effort is made by either side to try and forge a deeper connection. These are the people that we just know and sometimes happen to hang out with, uh, but you don't really know each other on a deeper level. While there's a possibility that we might be able to connect deeper, it's unlikely to happen. In this case, I do think that right time, uh, sorry, uh, right person, wrong time can apply. For example, there might be someone in a casual friends group that we're interested in learning more about and spending more time with, but we don't currently have the capacity to manage and grow any more friends. So we might never become close friends or it might take 20 years for that to happen. So after casual friends, we have new friends. These are the people we've just met and are very interested in. We want to get to know them more. And even if this might not be a mutual thing, we can still consider them new friends from our side. There might be various reasons for why you want to pursue something more than a casual friendship with them. They might be really funny, you might have some really good banter together, or you might have similar views and values. We don't mind setting aside time to get to know this person more, and we're actively pursuing a deeper relationship with them. I guess if we had to compare it to a romantic relationship, we can call this the dating stage. During this stage, you're trying to get to know each other, suss each other out, and if the other person happens to reciprocate your feelings, it should be the most exciting part of the friendship as you learn heaps about the other person and have lots of fun with them. You know, the usual things you do when you date someone. For me, I think that this stage of a friend can take at least a few years. It takes a lot of time and effort to get to know someone, and the only way to achieve a deep connection with someone is with time. So once we've spent enough years 
as new friends with this person and everything's perfect and happy uh, we both like each other just as much we're putting in effort to spend time with each other we can consider them a close friend so when we figure out that our feelings are mutual spending enough time with each other to realize that we're compatible and can stand each other this is when we become close friends and this is the stage where we start having expectations for each other some basic expectations i can list off are we both put effort into making time for each other we communicate our wants desires and grievances to each other and we start to really understand each other and see a future as a friend for life type of thing. The level of closeness achieved is exponential and it's hoped that as we spend more time with each other and grow together would increase that closeness. This might look like someone you've been friends with for many years and still make effort to see regularly. You reminisce about old memories together, you acknowledge the growth in each other and you communicate openly. You're both very vulnerable with each other and leave almost no doors closed. You were there for each other when needed and can back them up if someone tries to put them down. You're there for each other during all the highs and lows of your life and you share your own perspective on life with each other, which is how you two are able to grow so well. This is a stage where it's a mutual commitment to each other. For anything that goes beyond casual friends, as we should know, our relationship does involve two people, so the other person sort of has to be on the same page for things to work out. Sometimes we can try our hardest to make it work, but the other person might not feel the same way about us, and that's okay. We can continue to meet new people and find the right one. There might also come a point where things are going well, but we find some point of incompatibility and we want to stop pursuing the relationship. Just like a romantic relationship, any relationship that involves two people involves the heart. We're going to get hurt, we're going to cry, we're going to laugh a lot, and we're also going to experience a lot of love, hopefully. At the end of the day, I think communication is king, and as long as two people can communicate effectively, it will be a fruitful relationship and adventure. There are multiple pathways to being friends, um, but hopefully we'll be able to go on a big adventure and at least learn something out of it, no matter how it ends. So those are the definitions of friends that I've refined over the years. Do you have a new friend that you want to move to the next level? All right, so now that we've gone through the types of friends, I guess it makes sense for me to explain how friendship adds color to our life. I strongly believe that life is meant to be lived with other people. And I think it's amazing when you can share your joys, hardships and experiences with other people that you like and that like you back. <laughs> it uh, really helps to enrich life and it helps you feel connected to something. When you're going through a tough time, Having friends that you can seek support from can really make a big difference. A friend doesn't have to solve all your problems, rather it's about being able to discuss your worries and having a safe space to let your emotions out and vent. Um, I actually used to be someone that just solved all my problems in my own head and it kind of did work but I think if I continue to solve all my problems on my own I would end up having only one way of thinking and doing things and because I'm only one person with my own perspective of living my brain growth would remain pretty stagnant if I have no opportunity to be exposed to other perspectives and ways of living. Have you ever had a moment where you had this really cool idea in your head but when you said it out loud to someone you realized how flawed and stupid your idea was? <laughs> Being able to have someone to bounce ideas off of really helps in shaping an idea or thought. I used to think I was really strong for being able to hold in all my thoughts to myself and solve issues on my own but I would have moments where I would explode because I guess when it comes to issues involving other people you can't really be the only person to resolve the problem and the problem probably can't be resolved anyway. Uh, it takes two. 
life is too complex for there to only be one way of thinking and solving things. That's why having friends who have their own personalities and own problems and their own ways of thinking really helps to enhance your own thinking and growth. So a good summary from Mayo Clinic, we love that website, uh, good friends are good for your health. They can increase your sense of belonging and purpose, boost your happiness and reduce your stress, improve your self-confidence and self-worth and help you cope with traumas. And they can also encourage you to change or avoid unhealthy lifestyle habits. All of these things can be achieved without friends, but with friends, these things are enhanced and taken to the next level that you can't achieve without friends. I think the main idea we can gather from that Mayer summary is that it all comes back to self-development. If self-development is your jam, you can only go so far by yourself. You kind of need to interact and form deep connections with other people to be able to further develop yourself. Some motivational person once said, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So if you spend most of your time with people who are bitter about life and in general are negative people, then you'll likely become a pretty negative person yourself. But if you spend your time with people who are driven and strive to be a better person, then you'll feel inspired to be like them. Can you think of the closest five people around you? I've become the person I am today because I have people very important to me to talk to, to learn from and to grow with. People who told me off whenever I did or said something questionable, people I could enjoy life with and people who also wanted to become a better person. You can totally go through life by yourself and only form surface level connections with the people around you. But once you have a taste of a deep friendship, you'll understand what it feels like to have someone who's always got your back. Maybe you think, I don't need anyone. I just need myself. But if you got to experience what it was like to have a deep connection with someone, would you let it go? Besides all the deep stuff that comes with having friends, having friends is just fun. You can explore your city together and eat yummy food. You can explore new places together, play games together, laugh together, and talk about common interests like how good is One Piece? <laughs> it's just nice to be in the company of another person who you like and who likes you back. I think friendships are also super beneficial when you don't have a significant other. Like I said before, friendships are just like romantic relationships without the romance parts. I feel like finding friends is definitely easier than finding a lover. And I strongly believe that you can live a long and fulfilling life with just friends and no lover. That's why I try to encourage people to forge deeper friendships with those around them. Life is just better with nakamas. And as always, all my socials are in the descriptions of wherever you're watching or listening from. Please let me know if you have any questions, thoughts, or opinions, and I'll catch you in the next one. That's all for today. Aggressive waving. Bye.